Did you know that every major diaper company either financially or vocally supports abortion? If that appalls you and you're looking to support a baby brand that aligns with your pro-life, pro-family views, then every life is your solution. Every life firmly believes that regardless of where someone is from, what they look like, or whether they were planned or unplanned, every baby is a miracle from God worthy of love, protection, and celebration. Every Life offers high-performing, supremely soft, premium diapers and wipes delivered right to your doorstep. Their diapers are crafted without fragrances, dyes, lotions, latex, parabens, or phthalates. And you can feel good knowing that every purchase with Every Life contributes to changing lives through their support of pro-life organizations and pregnancy resource centers. Every Life is not just changing diapers, they're changing lives. Visit everylife.com to learn more. That's everylife.com. And don't forget to use promo code Duffy10 for an exclusive 10% discount on your first order today. Hey, everyone. Welcome to From the Kitchen Table. I'm Sean Duffy along with my co-host of the podcast, my partner in life, and my wife, Rachel Campos Duffy. I am your wife. You are. (laughs) And you're my husband. And you guys are our listeners. And we're so glad that you are around our kitchen table for another great podcast. And this one, well, this one's interesting, Sean, because, you know, I've always said that AOC was a force to be reckoned with for anyone who loves free enterprise and capitalism and freedom in general. She has been a problem. Um, But sometimes she says things that really just expose how stupid she is. And so she just posted this online and I thought we should just play it and just maybe dissect it. Take a look at it. There are, and it's not just Japan and South Korea, but there are quite a few countries that are really struggling because young people, because under the burdens of capitalism and under living under a society that's increasingly concentrating wealth among the rich, we're not having kids and, or we're not having kids at the same rate. And we actually need immigrant populations to help balance things out. We can't continue to fund Social Security, Medicare, all of this stuff without immigrants. And it's always been that way. Don't act like this is some new trend or anything like that. Uh, so much to unpack there. Sean. <laughs> there's so much. There is. But, but there's so many lies. And the thing is that she is. Um, such a purveyor of these lies. And she has such a massive platform. We've talked about this so many times. She just, you just tell the lies so many times and people start to believe some of this. So we can start with, first of all, she's talking about the burdens of capitalism. Okay. That capitalism is the problem. And this is why so many young people are struggling. It is an inflation um, it isn't the fact that many of them have decided to check out of the workforce post COVID, during COVID, and 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 after COVID. Um, it isn't, you know, illegal immigration, maybe you know, which is pulling weight people's wages down. Um, it is capitalism, and of course, she's a socialist, an out and proud socialist, and that's her thing. And at the same time, she brings up Sean illegal immigration. So first of all, and the lies there are. This has been going on forever. So she wants us to believe that this record um, level of illegal immigration that we have, we've never seen anything on this scale before. That's normal. We've seen this before. But also she wants us to believe that those people are coming not because they're 
escaping communism, which, by the way, Biden and Kamala and even uh, um, the, the press secretary, Corinne Jean-Pierre, has admitted they're coming from for escaping capitalism. I mean, escaping uh, communism. But she's saying the problem is capitalism. And I think when you listen to her, she believes that. I don't think she's trying to deceive the American people. She's not trying to, trying to deceive her listeners. She is just a product of misinformation, a miseducation. Um, this is the product of someone who hasn't been taught history. Um, because if you know your history and you know the economic models uh, throughout, you know, let's go the last two, 300 years, you go, well, socialism and communism actually don't work. And capitalism actually does work. And so that's why when the American economy was was booming and there was a massive middle class and there wasn't a caste system where people could, you know, be born into the poorest family and end up being the richest person in the country. That happened because of this free enterprise system. And uh, to her point, it's not fair, right? You don't have, you know, fairness in your, in your, or equality in your poverty. You have people at all different stations of life, all different income right. levels. It's, it's equal opportunity, not equal outcome. And that's why after the great American experiment and the great wealth that was created in America through capitalism, that's why other countries started to say, hey, maybe our, mo- our economic model doesn't work. Maybe we should do what America did and we should implement free market capitalist principles in our country. And anyone who did that, they saw the same kind of successes that America had. Capitalism has lifted far more people out of poverty than any social welfare program, any you know, aid that America has given system. to them. I mean, even a system of communism, socialism, they don't work. And again, it, it doesn't work because, again, look at look at the old Soviet Union, look at Venezuela, look at Cuba. If you want to look at communism, though, in China, I think you might go, well, there's an outlier, right? They're communists and they have a pretty rocking economy. They actually tried the, the socialist model, the redistribution model, everyone's equal model um, in the 70s, and there was mass starvation. And so they had to rethink their model. And now they have this, this melding of capitalism. Neo, like this neo and, kind of. That's right. Ne- well, it's, neo-communism. It's, it's capitalism and, and communism um, together. And what they do is they, as long as you play by the rules of the, of the communist regime, you can make money, you can, you can innovate, you can create. Now, they're going to take some of that. They're going to have some ownership in it. And then take you, some of your freedom and you have to... You have to that's, abide by the party rules because but that's what by the way that is what aoc wants to bring here that is what the big tech globalist oligarchs want to bring here they want neo-communism by the way aoc sean said that the people of central she didn't say this today she's what we played for you is what she said today but i think about a year and a half two years ago she said the people of central america are coming because of climate change yeah she actually said that she said they were coming for cap for for climate change. I went down to the border, what, how many months ago that was? Five months ago, four months ago. And everybody I encountered coming across the Rio Grande was either Cuban or Venezuelan. I saw this trend, you know, at you know, right when it was happening. And so sure enough, this past week, Biden and, and Kamala have all said, of course, you know, when all, the whole Martha's Vineyard thing broke out, they said, of course, they're they're coming here, they're escaping communism. So now they're gonna pretend that they're actually you know, bringing in the huddled masses from communism because they care so much about the people escaping communism. It wasn't just last summer when Cubans in an unprecedented island-wide protest um, were begging the Biden administration 
for one thing, not to help them with some invasion or anything else, no Bay of Pigs. All they asked was for Joe Biden to allow the internet with satellites so that they could show the protests and show the crackdown, which they knew was going to come. The show the show world, the world what communism looks like. Or, or, or maybe this could spur even more liberation for them. Well, they didn't give the, they didn't give the internet. And guess what happened? The protests were crushed. The leaders and the activists of those protests, most of them artists, by the way, by the way, Afro-Cuban artists thrown in the gulags, disappeared, all because of Biden, Obama, and, and, and you know all the Obama holdovers that are in the State Department. And yes, people like AOC, who have been cheerleaders of the socialist and communist revolutions in both Cuba and Venezuela. And so we have, we, we live under the fruits. Oh, of, she's such a hypocrite. I'm sorry for that rant, but it just, it, she just makes me so mad. We live under the fruits of, of capitalism. And that's why everyone in the world wants to come to America. So it's capitalism. There's freedom. There's, there's free expression, or there used to be free expression. There's the freedom to vote, at least for now. And people want to come here. They're not, they're not, again, you can't, China doesn't open up its borders to let people in like Joe Biden has to America, but you still don't find people trying to sneak into China because they want to be in China. Or sneak into Venezuela. They're, trying, they're all coming they're, here. They're, they're trying to sneak into America because of capitalism yeah. and the kind of upward mobility through hard work that they can have and that their kids can have. And I think what's fascinating is AOC recognizes that people are coming to the country. And she doesn't want to recognize they're not coming for socialism. They're not coming for communism. They're coming for free enterprise. And then she says, when they get here, we need them. We need them. Because in our we're economy. not having kids. Because remember, she said she didn't want to have kids because of the environment. She didn't want to have put a, make a big environmental footprint. And she had a FaceTime live, you know, rant where she talked about, you know, how she was so, you know, conflicted about the idea of having children and how she understood how other people in her generation were because, you know, climate change and you don't want to, you know, be an environmental terrorist like the Duffies. Right. But she'll call you an, uh, an, an environmental terrorist for having nine kids. But then why isn't she calling out the migrants for their eco-terrorism and having all the kids that they've had in Central America? Well, now what she South says, America. but here's what she said. That's so interesting. You said that, Sean, because what she's saying is we need the migrants to come here because we don't have enough kids, right? Because her generation doesn't want to have kids and because she said, because what she calls the burdens of capitalism. So we need to import more immigrants. And, and by the way, illegal, but you and I are not against immigra immigration. We're just against illegal immigration. But she's justifying these waves of millions of new illegal immigrants saying our country needs this. We need their babies. We need their labor. And again, like the people in Martha's Vineyard, Sean, they like Hispanics and new immigrants as long as they're doing the menial jobs that they think they're are above them, right? And I think what the, the reason that there aren't a lot of births in America right now, there's been a diminishing birth rate, no doubt about it. I do think that there's been a brainwashing um, yeah, in our I school agree. systems and on social media and in you know our TVs and movies, undermining family attacking the family, number one. And then you, you couple, and I think Tucker has done a great job talking about, you know, if you talk about the greatest joys of, of one's life, at the end of life, they'll talk about their family, their spouse, their kids, their grandkids. It's not about their job. Or the, or the opposite, people who don't have that and are on their more. deathbeds are saying, gosh, I wish I had spent, nobody says they wish they spent 
more time at the office or more time online or more time, you know, getting mimosas with their, you know, neighbor. They think about their family. Right. They think about their 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 loved ones and their kids and their grandchildren. And I think as you as you look at that, you have you I've had, I've had more people approach me and say, you know, you have nine kids. I wish I would have had more. I don't hear anyone yeah. say, I wish I would have had less. Yeah, um, and so you know, and I think that that goes to where the human heart is. The human heart is in the family, and these 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 new uh, Marxist liberal socialist AOCs are selling young women on the idea that they'll be happy without a family. They'll be happy with their corporation. They'll be happy with yeah. um, just their friend group. Brunch and with their you know. They don't, what they do don't, they call it? Friend? What do they call it? Thanksgiving for your friend? Friendsgiving? I don't know. Instead of Thanksgiving, it's like. I don't do it with my family. I just have it with my friends, my new family. And in the end, I mean, family is family, right? But also, Sean, there's been a decline in faith. And I was just reading an article, a really interesting article about how, you know, the people who have more kids are people who have, um, you know, more optimism. No, no, no. That go to go to church that have a regular and committed faith life. And so as faith in America declines, I think we're also going to see birth rates decline. Now they could be increased by, um, you know, immigration, legal or illegal, because so many immigrants have more children than um, are native borns, but, but, but that's, and, and then you have to remember, Sean, the abortion rate, there would be so many more Blacks in America today, um, if they weren't being aborted at such a disproportionate rate, um, wow. it's really quite. Maybe that was the plan of Planned Parenthood all along. It was Margaret so Center. much for Black Lives Matter. Yeah, so right? I think I, I, again, I think it's 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 this is an, an interesting line. And again, she's loud and proud, uh, attacking capitalism, promoting socialism. It's a big lie. It's it's sad that our own kids haven't been taught their history, and it goes back to a point that I make all the time. You're the first educator of a child is their parents mm-hmm. having conversations about very simple topics like freedom and free enterprise, you know, working and be, being able to keep the money that you make versus working and giving it to someone else to distribute um, on behalf of the community. Um, those ideas make sense to kids and to talk about them, to educate your kids is incredibly important because they're getting the exact opposite in culture everywhere they look and from AOC as well. And this is why I sometimes um, get down Millions on the of future followers. of the country, because I, I look at it and go, "This, how, how do we stop this wave of of socialism that is crashing on the American shorts really hard?" And again, you stop it with every family doing the work of educating their kids. But um, again, I think she's 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 penetrating. She's making a lot of sense to a lot of people, even though it's absolutely false. We'll have more of this conversation after this. Did you know that every major diaper company either financially or vocally supports abortion? If that appalls you and you're looking to support a baby brand that aligns with your pro-life, pro-family views, then every life is your solution. Every life firmly believes that regardless of where someone is from, what they look like, or whether they were planned or unplanned, every baby is a miracle from God worthy of love, protection, and celebration. Every Life offers high-performing, supremely soft, premium diapers and wipes delivered right to your doorstep. Their diapers are crafted without fragrances, dyes, lotions, latex, parabens, or phthalates. 
And you can feel good knowing that every purchase with Every Life contributes to changing lives through their support of pro-life organizations and pregnancy resource centers. Every Life is not just changing diapers, they're changing lives. Visit everylife.com to learn more. That's everylife.com. And don't forget to use promo code Duffy10 for an exclusive 10% discount on your first order today. So let me tell you, there's another thing she says now. I want to ask you about this and you can as a former congressman and somebody who understands the law as a lawyer. So one of the things she said was that we needed these illegal immigrants to pay. There weren't enough native born young people to pay for social security. And so the idea was, she said that we could bring, you know, that these illegals, we need them to pay for social security. Can, if they're illegal, they're not, they can't contribute to social security. Am I, is that correct? Well, they can't work. Um, they're not supposed they're to legally illegal. be so able to so work. They, so they'll get a social security card and they'll get a someone fake else's one. name. No, they get, it's a real card, but it's not really theirs. And they'll pay in under social security, under someone else's social false, security card, a false, right? Yeah. A false, a false card. Um, so the money does go in, but, and the problem with social security is when it, when it first started, um, I think you're getting your benefits at 62. Well, well, almost everyone's living past 62 and now 65. And so we've had a, we've had a, had a conversation, we've had to have, we have had to have a conversation about, well, at what age should we get social security? And maybe, maybe Elon Musk doesn't have to tap into social security or Bill Gates, or there, there could be some means testing around social security that could save it. But when you have the baby boomers who are now going into their retirement, they're, they're, they're all living less, till they're 80 and 90. They're all less workers yeah. um, feeding the system. But the problem that we have is, that you had all of this money going to social security and politicians then robbed the piggy bank and spent it, right? The money's gone. So had it been in a lockbox and had it been, you know, earning a return, we would be in a far different situation today than, than we are because we had protected that cash. We haven't protected it. It goes into basically the general, the general fund and it's spent um, as a, as a revenue source for the federal government. And that's a problem. So Sean, I think that she misdiagnoses the problem, but I think the problem that she's pointing out is real. And that is that in many ways, we are losing the American dream, right? The American dream that I look at my own family, my father is the son of an immigrant. He was a shoeshine boy. He joined the military. He got his degree. All of his children have, you know, degrees and, and live lives that I think he could never have imagined um, when he was a child um, as a as a young shoeshine boy. That's the American dream. This, you talked about this earlier, how, you know, you're not stuck in your station in life like you are in Europe and many other countries. If you work hard and you find opportunity, um, you can become anything you want to be. And I do think that there has been some disillusion for, for young people. And I think it started you know, um, before the pandemic, but I definitely think that the pandemic has been really depressing for young people and has, um, and then you have Joe Biden come in and all of a sudden we went from having the best economy we've ever had in America, like record breaking under Donald Trump to now record breaking awful numbers, um, inflation and gas prices, um, crime. I mean, it's, this is not a good time in America. And so you have people like AOC saying the problem is capitalism. You and I would say, actually, the problem has been authoritarianism, well, which started under, uh, it, it's been printing money. It's been all, all the spending that's been, been going on. It's, it's actually 
socialism in many ways. The problem is Joe Biden. The problem is yeah, Democrat policies. That's been the problem. And I think you make a good point because uh, as I can attest, and so can you, kids aren't cheap. Um, yeah, they're not. Feeding kids, clothing <laughs> kids, sending kids to school. It's, it, but you know what? It's, it's a great expense to have, but it's, it's not a cheap expense. And so if you're making money, like you were in the Trump economy and you see your salary going up, but you don't see, you know, prices at the, at the grocery store or the gas pump go out along with it. So you're actually making more money at more disposable income. Yeah. You feel more optimistic about having kids, but to your point, you go into the pandemic and everyone has lost their jobs. You don't know if you're going to lose your job. Um, and then there's the shutdowns and the masks and you see kids going to school with masks on. You don't feel very good when you have then this spike in cost with gas and, and the grocery store prices, and then you have crime on the streets and there's all this chaos around you. And Open borders. You and... might think, well, why do I want to bring a child into this yeah. chaos and this economic uncertainty? That is true, but it's not because of capitalism that's caused it. It is because of policies that the, the, the AOC and her party have implemented. I mean, this was these, the, the results that we're living through right now, it was their intent. They, they intentionally implemented these policies and they got these results. And how and there is, could be any conversation about whether they can actually come back and prevail in the November elections, God help this country to do because this is, this is pure hell we're living through um, and they should all be thrown out. So Sean, is, it, is the intention then, so, so it's, it's interesting because this is fascinating what you're just saying right now. So they know, they, they love these policies. It's not that they love these policies and they didn't know what would happen if they implemented them. What I think I hear you saying and what I think I believe as well is that they knew it would make us poor. They want us poor. They want us more dependent. They want us hooked on government. They want us to become socialists. And the problem is the people from Venezuela and Cuba who are coming over now because the first wave from Central America and all their dysfunction already came. Now this other wave is mostly well, if you don't count the, the terrorists who have also gotten across, mm -hmm. but the, the Venezuelans and the Cubans who are coming, they're escaping communism. Where will we go when this falls apart? And it will. It yeah. always does. It, it always does. And I think I actually I'm not sure that they I'm not I'm not certain they may want us poor. They may want us all dependent or what they may want is have the they may they may want to have the power of authoritarianism, the, the power you'd get under a Marxist system. They may want that with though the economic results of capitalism but they don't go together you can't have them both you don't get the power of of marxism and communism with an economy of capitalism they do get it in china sean this is what i'm saying i think that's the model they're after and if you listen to people like justin trudeau um some of these big tech oligarchs the the bill gates of the world they're they're in awe of xi jinping they think they see him as a hero they're not they're not disgusted by him the way you and I are. So, but, but the, the problem with that, though, is then you would try to rock, make your economy a rock star economy. But instead, what they're doing is they're implementing the Green New Deal. They're implementing policies that are attacking a great American yeah. revenue source, which is oil and gas, which, by the way, that oil and gas allows us to produce goods more cheaply because a main input of producing, production, right. manufacturing is oil and gas. You can actually produce goods more cheaply and pay your people more money and still be competitive because you have cheap oil and gas. You raise the cost of oil and gas and then you have high salaries. You can't compete globally. 
And what happens is those factories pack up and they go to India or China. I'm sorry. If you don't want to be energy independent, if you don't want to be the number one energy producer in the world as an American, you can't love America. I'm sorry. If you love America, you want to be number one. I don't get it. I didn't, didn't they go to college? We're number one. And it doesn't matter what team you are. <laughs> well, she so, went to Boston College or University of Boston. I can't forget which one. That's the degree. And that she got her degree in economics. That's the history that your kids are learning. That's the economics kids are learning. Just listen to AOC. And it's sick. It's stupid. It's, it's ill-informed. But um, that's what they're learning. And uh, again, I think it's important to talk about it. And I, we're shocked. I think I got a couple more gray hairs after listening to that clip. But well, I just, um, if we can leave with one thing that's true, and that is that the people of Venezuela and Cuba are not coming here because of climate change. They are coming here for opportunity, for economic opportunity. And it is the economic opportunity that capitalism and free enterprise and rule of law have always provided this country. And that is what the American dream is built on, as well as faith in God and family. But all of those things are the American dream. They're all breaking down. And people like AOC are lying. They're coming because of socialism and communism, not for socialism and communism, (laughs) to be clear. Well, listen, thank you guys all for joining us. And I think this is, it's important to call out the crazy of the left. And AOC is one of the craziest. And this is one of the crazy comments. One of the you know, kind of this misinformation that she puts out. I wonder if she's going to get censored by Facebook or Twitter. Of course she won't. Maybe YouTube will censor her. Probably not. Um, misinformation was the board on AOC. But uh, thanks for joining us at our kitchen table, having a conversation about the crazy. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of crazy out there. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a great week. If you like a podcast, you can rate, review, subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, we'd appreciate that if you like it. Uh, give us a good rating. And uh, with that, have a great weekend. We'll talk Bye, everybody. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in free-fall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.